I'm Chad Rutherford. And I'm Andy Kinnick. And welcome to No Clip Pocket. Live for the moment. Today, we're going to be talking about Toem, which is a game that was developed and published by Something We Made and was released in 2021 on Windows, Mac OS, Nintendo Switch, and the PlayStation 5. But first, if you give us a like or a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. So Toem is a sort of a, a puzzle adventure game, an mm-hmm. isometric puzzle adventure, um, and its primary focus, and debatably one of the reasons that we're talking about it, uh, is a it's a camera and picture-taking focused game. Uh, most of the puzzle solving you do in this game uh, revolves around taking photos of things that exist in the world and sort of manipulating the environment in order to get those photos. Yeah, yeah. They showed this in a um, Nintendo Direct, like, indie showcase, and it just looked really charming to me. Um, I really like um, the style of doing 2D sprites in, like, a 3D world. Mm -hmm. Um, They did some... You saw some of that on, like, the PlayStation 1, like, some RPGs shows to take that uh, approach. I think it's cool. I'd like to see more of it. Um, That feels like it could be something that... uh, could become more popular in the indie space to me um but yeah um yeah so it's like isometric and you take pictures yeah like so it's kind of like you took pokemon snap and you decided to like make it into an adventure game like do something that's more than just an on rails shooter with a photography game concept it's pokemon snap off the rails (laughs) yes Uh. that was its working title (laughs) uh no i actually um i would like to sort of hone in on on sort of that visual style that you're talking about because i think a big part of what i enjoyed about this game was sort of how it looked Mm -hmm. um we actually saw a little bit of this style in um buddy simulator this year uh that did all that also did 2d sprites on a 3d background occasionally because the game changed its its look uh as you played through it but it's it's interesting because Toem is sort of it's one of those games that had its goal and picked its visual design and was able to really craft something around it. Whereas the nature of Buddy Simulator was that they had to keep changing it. Yeah, it was the gimmick. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a bit of like desire to see it done nicer. And Toem really does like make it look very pretty. Um, I, I want to echo your sentiment about wanting to see more of it because a lot of the times in, in those uh, PlayStation 1 games, either, like you mentioned, it was an RPG, so everything was very controlled, mm-hmm. or you had that situation that you would get, especially in like older games that used like tree textures because nobody wants to model a tree Mm -hmm. and as you walked around the tree it would like weirdly rotate to face you at all times yeah there's one example and i don't remember the name of the game um so i apologize but i know like it actually like used the concept for like puzzle solving where you'd have to like rotate the camera to see that like a chest was there and stuff right oh it's and i think that's really cool super paper mario no it's not paper mario (laughs) it was a it was a ps1 rpg Mm -hmm. um but no i just i really like the idea and i think you can do it really well now um because like you looked a little choppy sometimes on the playstation for sure but um like now it feels so seamless that it really almost does just make it feel like a 3d game Mm -hmm. for like i imagine like way less of the (laughs) time yeah 
and not not to mention the fact that you get to spend you get to make it a little bit more detailed i think um a 3d model is harder to produce and therefore will look blobbier if you don't have the time to really get all the polygons in a row mm-hmm. um and i think that's really important for a game like this the the flat look of the character designs makes it work really well as a photo game because when you take the photo it makes that 3d background into a flat image and it makes the flat thing on the image look a lot smoother and and neater um and it it really lends this sort of unique uh art style to it because like a lot of the game you are viewing isometrically but then you also will flip into first person to actually take the photos Mm -hmm. and you can move the camera all around as we've been implying so (laughs) and uh and yeah i think i think it just works i think it works really well Mm -hmm. um and then on top of that they also made the decision to make the game in black and white yeah totally grayscale baby Mm mm-hmm and I think it's a really smart one. I think that it makes everything look really natural. And it's interesting to see a game that is about taking photos that you that does not use color or lighting uh, in that way. Yeah, like it's something that I, I think we talked about this in Katamari, where it feels like a smart, like technical choice mm-hmm. um, where they decided to like simplify the visuals. And in Katamari, it's by making everything really smooth and cartoony. Uh-huh. Uh, in this, it's by getting rid of color as like an, an, a visual element. Um, and it's, it's done so well. Um, it really visually like simplifies things and makes everything really easy to parse. Um but yeah, it, it's it's done so well that you almost don't even think about it, or at least that was the case for me. Um, like I got all the way to the end, and it was like the the toem uh, that you find, and the sky is like a prism of rainbow light. It's kind of like the giver, right? Uh, or you, you get to you go on a pilgrimage to see color, and I was like, oh yeah, like the game's in black and white. Like I kind of forgot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it just it it's done so well that yeah, I think it's a testament to the art direction. Yeah, you kind of get that effect like with uh, old, older movies and stuff as well, where when you watch something in black and white, even if you're registering that it is in black and white, you still like it's not it it fades away from your forebrain and goes back into the old lizard brain the that we like brain. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you don't it's not something that you're actively thinking about all of the time and toem does that really well which makes the toem of the game like the end of the game a really sort of shocking moment mm-hmm. and honestly like looking back on it especially when like you go back to your house and your mom frames the photo mm-hmm. looks kind of bad like in com- <laughs> like in conjunction with everything else it's great in the moment yeah but then the photos of it are really like they stand out in a way that isn't the way that you would think that they was. <laughs> sure. Uh, not that it is bad or that they shouldn't have done it that way. It's just funny how natural everything looked up mm-hmm. until that point. It's that intentional contrast for emphasis. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I just wanted to, I felt like uh, starting with visual stuff makes a lot of sense for a game that is about this sort of visual medium of, mm-hmm. of photography. Um, but we can, we can now spin into what the meat of the game actually is, uh, which are the game's mechanics. Um, this is where the title card comes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mechanics, the daily double. Uh, 
trying to put some jokes in here. It's a com- uh-huh. comedy podcast. <laughs> it just comes off like you're a weirdo who's fantasizing about this being a news show. I wish that it was a news show, yeah. <laughs> It'd be much better. Uh, <coughs> but, uh, <laughs> so... When I said earlier that a lot of the puzzles in the game are solved by you taking photos, um, that is literally true, yes. Mm -hmm. But also, like, the way that it accomplishes this is often by uh, putting, like, characters in your way who want to just see some shit. uh, Or, like, have you take a picture at the right moment or collect things. And then, so you have the really obvious sort of character parts in the game where you have literally a guild of people who ask you to take photos of strange things um but then it's balanced out with what i think is great a huge number of npcs who just like have dialogue and you're supposed to interpret it in like what verbs do i have that can like solve their problem i ended up getting extremely huge short hike vibes uh from this game yeah no it's a very good comparison even like the fact that like you start out in a house like living with your grandma or whatever or Mm -hmm. maybe it's your mom i don't know um (laughs) and then you're like sent off to go like essentially climb a mountain Mm -hmm. um and go on a little adventure of self-discovery um to twee indie music. Yeah, to, to twee indie music. So they're, they're basically the same game. Uh-huh. Uh, what a ripoff. <laughs> Can't believe I bought this game twice. Uh, but yeah, I really like that it adds in like some like natural feeling puzzles with like the um, the tripod and like things like like getting mud on the camera and stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe there is more of that sort of thing that like I could have taken advantage of, but I, it, it felt like there was a little bit of mis potential in that. Like if you were going to do a sequel to this, that would, I feel like would be a good area to focus on because like in the city area, um, there's this little monster in un, under like a manhole cover. And I had the fucking tripod the whole time, but like I never thought to like use it to take a picture of him. And when I realized that's what you were supposed to do, it just was like, Oh, like, of course I've had this the whole time. Right. Uh, there's just certain items that end up like that kind of like the fucking, uh, Deku leaf in the wind waker. You just kind of always forget that you have it. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I do. I think, uh, if if we're going to, if you, if you look back at our catalog, this is not, outside of our comfort zone in any form or fashion. Nope. Uh, it also sort of reminds me of Donut County, which we also said had um, not so much Twee in the gameplay. Also had Twee Indie music. Um, <laughs> uh, but we also said, like, there were some things in this game that just felt like they weren't used as much as they could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that game, I think it was to sort of maintain a very relaxed atmosphere for the majority of it until there's a fucking RPG fight with a uh, uh, helicopter. Uh-huh. So aside from that part, uh, <laughs> it, it's like a very toned down, easygoing kind of game. And I think the same logic sort of applies here. Uh, they wanted it to be really chill, but the, I think the limit, like the number of goals you have to accomplish to move on 
satisfies this game being chill as fuck mm-hmm. in just by itself. And they could have had some much more involved puzzles. I think there were like four or five that had me stumped. Yeah, it's not even that I need them or want them to be harder so much as I wish wish there were some more uses for certain uh, items. Yeah, I think making them more complex might be a better way yeah, of like, saying it. Like, not harder, but just involving more stuff. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, and yeah, as you said, like, there's already a certain amount probably what like 70 ish percent of stuff that you have to get to actually progress uh and yeah that extra you know like 20 or 25 percent or whatever is left over um you you could have made it a little bit more complicated for those completionists out there which i once again find myself uh among the ranks Mm -hmm. uh I will say, I think it's actually, like, less than 70. I think it's, like, half that you actually have to complete in order to move on. Um, And there's some little, there's some treats in there uh, for people who do seek stuff out. I know that there's a character at the, in the next to, quote-unquote, next to last level, um, the Mm. mountain one, uh, who is looking for these cave paintings, and at the end of the game you can find another one on the mountaintop where you actually uh, see Toem Mm -hmm. again and then bring that photo back to him. And he doesn't have a quest anymore. You don't get another stamp, whatever. That's just, that part's done, Mm -hmm. but you get a little epilogue with him. He tells you the rest of the story and then he becomes like a special character that you can take a a special photo of. Yeah. I, I found myself in, maybe this is just me in how I play games and, and stuff, but Mm -hmm. feeling like I wish they would have signaled like, going back like the utility of going back to areas because like i know i was watching you play the beginning of this and you got to the guy in the hotel who wanted the pictures of the monsters i'm like i only ever found one like i just don't remember seeing anymore uh in the first level and the answer was they are in the other levels and you have to come (laughs) back and i just never even thought about that Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I don't know. I guess, like, the bus does kind of imply you could take it back, but I don't. it just never crossed my mind. Yeah. I didn't go back at all until I was in the third level. Mm-hmm. Um, and realistically, like, it should have signaled a lot of things a little bit better. <laughs> I think I really enjoyed this game. I'll just go ahead and get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had a complaint, I think that there were some things that it just sort of was like, the player will figure this out. But didn't really give you a way to do that. Mm-hmm. So in that level, if you are someone like me who wants to complete, especially in the early levels, um, this which is a, one is the third level? Is uh, that the city? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lot log city, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, you in those early levels, this is a classic thing for me, especially in video games where my tendency to finish everything will just drop off. As the game gets longer Mm -hmm. and I go, I don't want to spend this much time doing all this extra stuff. And at the beginning of this game, I was like, oh, I want to complete all the goals. And so I would do all the goals. And then you spend a bunch of time looking for stinky monsters and they aren't there. They just are not. And that ghost who wants you to help with something. Oh, yeah. Vaguely. What do you have to do? Yeah. uh, You have to finish all of the other ghost quests in all of the other areas. Right. And then you did totally tell me that earlier. I (laughs) forgot completely. It's it's good for the audience. It it vanished like a ghost Uh in front of my um, in front of my eyes. Yeah, your eyes without the cool ghost glasses. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah like there's all this stuff that i think like if there was a more clear roadmap uh instead of the regular roadmap that's in the game <laughs> uh it would be it would make the experience a little bit smoother for someone like me mm-hmm. on the other hand i did do all the stuff in the game and my final time when I finished the game was like four and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> so this is really a null complaint that means nothing. Yeah, I, I even think it kind of works for this game. It, it almost makes it kind of feel like, makes the secrets feel more secret and almost gives it a little bit of like an older game kind of vibe where it just doesn't tell you shit. <laughs> and there is a charm in that, you yeah. know, if it's uh, something that you're into. Yeah, and interestingly, I like the uh, the equipment system, which doesn't do a lot. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about it. I do like cosmetic <laughs> outfits just for the sake of it, so... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I want to know what, what your mixed feelings are. I, I don't are, know. It right? just... They... they kind of similarly to like the like something like the tripod like the puzzle items or like the getting mud on your camera mm-hmm. just felt like there was stuff left on the table it's like you get the like the diving helmet and you need it to get one picture right. and then other than that it's just a thing to wear <laughs> uh which i'm cool with but it just felt like a, maybe you could have done some more stuff with this like think of them like a little bit like metroid power-ups like now you can use the helmet to get like a photo in like the next level right like go or down even into in a, a previous go level. down into the sewer or something or into that lake by the hotel maybe you can use it yep. or something you know yeah and i mean i think that kind of that that snowballs in with our desire for a little bit more complexity yeah, it's a little bit more meat on them bones baby yeah i think it is possible that much like donut county this is sort of a game whose audience isn't really us sure people who really like dig into systems and stuff are not going to find like a deep well of <laughs> right yeah and i feel this these feelings a lot less strongly than in donut county like yeah. this one it this feels like it's fleshed out enough and there's enough to satisfy you whereas donut county felt less so to me yeah i agree i think donut county was a game that was a lot more focused on its like character interaction and its storytelling mm-hmm. and it's like the absurdity of it yeah <laughs> and then this game is more i mean this is like a very an extremely wholesome game where even the gang members are not that bad <laughs> mm-hmm. uh <laughs> just want to see photos of graffiti right um so it is like <laughs> it is a very um like relaxed game um and yeah, it, it it does it I I guess like Donut County feels like the kind of game that had a unique mechanical draw, whereas this game feels more like it is a game that has like a complete idea in mind, uh, and sort of executes on it. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to bring up that this game, like many games before it, has like a collectopedia mm-hmm. where you just take pictures of animals. And I don't know if it's just because it's a photography game and you're already collecting things, but it just felt like so much more naturally integrated in this. Like I, I'm the kind of person that's just like, fuck that. I'm not going to find like 500 (laughs) things and catalog them. Yeah. Like I usually do not engage with those kinds of systems at all. Um, but I, in this, like, I was definitely always like, oh, take a picture of those bees. Oh, they were, thought they were being sneaky with these flies. I see them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was actually into that. Um, yeah. And I like that it, it, 
just straight up in the in the viewfinder in your first person mode, it lets you know if you have already like collected it, mm-hmm. which adds to sort of the. It made it a lot easier to want to do the collection part of it. Um, I know that's that's one of the reasons. That's the reason I went back to a previous level. Mm. Uh, was in when I was in the third level, I realized that I had gotten all of them, and I was like, "Oh, it probably wouldn't be that hard to go back and get the rest of them, huh?" Uh, and that's sort of the the straw that reinvigorated the camel and made it <laughs> that healed the camel's back <laughs> yeah, it was it's the, a miracle it was the medicinal straw that made the camel want to go do everything in the game uh because i then went back and was like at home i was like oh there's shit here i didn't even notice gotta get a picture of tato right uh, all the different tatoes all the so many tatoes <laughs> the potatoes mm-hmm. and the potatoes this would be Samwise Gamgee's favorite <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, I don't even know if he actually says that. He line. does. You got it right. You you nailed it, and then you second guessed yourself. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it is. It's like it is a little bit compelling in the way that, especially like if the game doesn't come off as particularly challenging to you. It's at least something else you can sink your teeth into. It's a fun time. It's a fun good time. Uh, do you want to mention the twee indie music that we mentioned before? Uh, I don't know if there's anything other else to say about it other than it's good. Um, they give you like little cassette tapes that you can like play uh, different songs that you get for different things, and mm. yeah, it's just it's good. On it it complements the complements the game well. On your hike lady, which yeah. is the <laughs> the counterpart to, to the, the Walkman, Walkman. it's yeah. really good. Um, but yeah, I, I think the one thing that I wanted to mention about it, because mm-hmm. otherwise I want entirely agree with you, uh, <laughs> is that I like that they give you the little uh, band song title scroll when a new song plays. Uh, it It's one of those things that just makes you realize that it was like sort of a, a focus of the developer. Like mm-hmm. they wanted to give credit to the the artists, their composers, and had them like actually credited so now if you want to go look them up you can check it out um and i i don't know i just thought it was interesting uh Mm -hmm. that they did that i would like to see more of that and i know that games are moving more in that direction where it happens a lot more yeah it kind of reminds me of like area title cards like that's something i like in games too where it just like shows up Mm -hmm. like the the place the name of the place you just came to in the corner so yeah like just little like temporary informational pop-ups i think are an interesting idea yeah it's a way to make things just sort of like wash over the player without grabbing too much attention to themselves yeah hey what are you in this game (laughs) uh some weird thing uh, <laughs> I never quite figured bundled it out. up like for some it made me think of um of Arthur like the of the PBS show and the novels that preceded that mm-hmm. um novels the children's books sure um <laughs> but he was he's an aardvark in that okay um in some of the older illustrations he looks like weirder before he had his like final design and I just for some reason thought like weird kind of aardvark faced thing i'm I'm gonna think of him as an aardvark with no arms 
He's all burritoed up. Yes. He is fully burritoed. Uh, it was, it, it's interesting to see the evolution of your character as you go through the You just game. have a bunch of shit on you. <laughs> it's got shit got, like the umbrella. Like. Space helmet. <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves in games, um, and it's not something that comes up a whole lot, because it's worthless to talk about most of the time, mm-hmm. uh, is when a game has like an equipment system. Whether that be, like, armor or, in the case of this game, just, like, different hats to wear. Mm -hmm. And they don't appear on your player model. Uh, RPGs, obviously, are the worst offender with these because every RPG has an armor system. Right. And also a lot of RPGs put a lot of work into their character models. Right. Uh, But I, I liked this one. I did find it funny that, like, just different categories of shit kept unlocking. So I'd be like, oh, if I put this on surely it will take the umbrella off but no so now i'm wearing like a space helmet with an umbrella and like i'm running around with a big foam finger yeah and a flag and i'm like what is happening here i look like daffy duck in duck amuck right now <laughs> uh We're like duck dodgers on the 24th and a half century over here <laughs> Your space helmet. <laughs> yep. It's a it's a lot to take in. Um but it is it made it even harder for me to tell what the character was. Uh yeah. the thumb finger really, I think. It's both my favorite and least favorite piece of equipment in the game. Mm-hmm. Because it is goofy as hell. And yet <laughs> You get it early too. <laughs> yeah, and it's but it's very funny whenever you do the like selfie mode or with the tripod yeah. and you're always like waving the finger. Uh, good shit. <laughs> Seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Do we have developed thoughts? <laughs> uh, my developed thoughts are, uh, this is another, uh, I picked a charming looking indie game <laughs> that I saw in a trailer and said, let's do that. Uh-huh. Success story. <laughs> You can uh, read his fucking self-help book <laughs> out next month. Uh, no, I mean this was good in the ways that like I wanted it to be. Um, it was it was charming. It was a laid back, fun time. Like you compared it to uh, Short Hike, and mm-hmm. that's kind of the vibe I got uh, just seeing a trailer for it. And it it didn't disappoint. Um, and I do think it's actually a really um, interesting. Like I think they pulled off like a photo game really well. Like I, it is cool to see. Uh, people do different things uh, with a concept that's so heavily associated with one game, like Pokemon Snap. Right. Uh, I said something similar about Outer Wilds, where like the time loop game is so heavily associated with Majora's Mask, and mm-hmm. it's nice to see another game do something with that. So I feel similarly about this, uh, and I, it, it, it works really well. And I also really like the 2D sprites on the 3D environment. Uh, so I like a lot of what this game has going on, and it sets it apart from other things. Um, so yeah, I guess I won't I won't ramble on any further and just say I really liked this. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty good. I think that we are becoming the foremost experts on uh, photo related video games, mm-hmm. uh, as we intended. Right, uh, and our capstone. <laughs> And can sort of, like, uh, start to pick apart the things about them that work. But what's funny about this is that this game predominantly focuses on you solving both, like, location-based and 
inventory style puzzles and uses the camera as a thing. So they really cannot compare it with Pokemon Snap, unfortunately, as much as I want to deep down in my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it ends up, it, it does feel very much in league with a short hike, which I will say that I like a short hike a little bit better than this, but it's mostly because I love really fluid movement mechanics, which is what that game's... It hits that emotional core a little harder, too. Uh-huh. But this game does have... It has such a similar setup that it's hard for me not to uh, make that comparison. Um, it is it is really good. Uh, it's I, I believe also uh, from a Scandinavian developer which is uh, just apparently the place to go to make games that we will like. Uh, just anywhere sort of in that yeah. northern European... Annapurna for Scandinavia. <laughs> yeah. That's where all of our games are coming from. Uh, but yeah, it, it was. It did not provide a ton of resistance, and what little resistance it did provide was fun in the way that like solving a newspaper puzzle is fun, where you're like... You spend a little bit of time, you mull it over, and then when you come to the solution, you go, oh, that's clever, and then you enjoy that moment of cleverness for a little while uh, and move on. So I didn't, I wasn't like deeply in love with this game, but I thought it was really fun, and I thought it was an enjoyable time, and it's short and cheap and pretty, a pretty decent way to spend an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. Yeah, it's definitely a play-it-in-one-sitting kind of game, I think. Yeah. If you can, I recommend it that way. And if you're not the kind of person who spends four and a half hours sitting down, you can stop. Yeah, I'm just saying, I recommend if you can. Yeah. Uh, This is definitely a play-it-in-one-sitting game for us, definitely. Thank you for listening to No Clip Pocket this week. What are we talking about next time? Next time, we're going to be talking about Wonder Song. Uh, Just keeping the the twee (laughs) indie games rolling. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one's gonna be a uh, adventure game where you walk around and talk to people <laughs> and solve puzzles uh, by singing to people this time instead right. of taking pictures of them. <laughs> there are no themes here, but make sure that, that... we over rely on. <laughs> no, make... sir. <laughs> Make sure that you pop in to the main podcast also if you want a more varied experience. We're playing Life is Strange, a game where you walk around and talk to people. Also, you play some music in that one, too. Also true. Uh, and is in a series of games that involves you taking photos in other games. So, mm-hmm. uh, so check that out. <laughs> Until that time, you can get a hold of us. All of our contact information is on our website at noclippodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our old episodes. Uh, (laughs) You can find links to the Twitter account, the YouTube channel, uh, our email address. You can send us an email, say, hey, what's up? Good job on that episode. I liked it a lot. Uh, or you can do the same thing in a much less cumbersome and archaic form over on our Discord channel, where we like to talk about the games and take suggestions on what to play next. Uh, <laughs> you could listen to A Short Hike or Donut County. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap. Fucking Panko Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you can check out our 
hidden, embedded series within the podcast of photography games, including Pokemon Snap, and bird games, including a short hike. Uh, And then we'll uh, surprise you with another one at some point in the future. Snap that like button in half. This concludes our podcast day. Penko, park yourself in the comment section. Have a brilliant conversation. Focus on the subscribe button. That wasn't a game pun. That one was just a camera pun. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. (laughs) Make sure you set the aperture correctly. On your... Uh... Subscribe button. Whatever. On the five-star review.